This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and today I am excited to be joined by two of the, definitely the most exciting people on one of the most exciting <laughs> new shows on Bravo. Please welcome Grace Lilly and Mikkel from Southern oh, Hospitality. Hey! hey. <laughs> how, how are you guys doing? You're a few weeks into this new wild ride of a time on Bravo. How's life? It's a shitstorm. It's what it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's literally a amazing roller coaster that I'm terrified of every other day. If I enjoy the rush of it, <laughs> that makes sense. I'm having so much fun. Honestly, I love every bit of it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like both of you guys are pretty much made for TV. So it's been fun to sort of get to see your personalities a little bit in these first few episodes. Um, and I know you guys have been friends for a long time. Yes. Um, so can you kind of walk us through your background with each other and kind of how you got here? Yeah. So I met Grace. Me and Grace went to two different middle schools. We at the same high school, though. And so we had like a, this was like a friend group in Charleston. So it was like she had friends that went to carry off, friends went to Moultrie, but all had the same exact friend group. So we kind of became friends through like social media, through like going to parties, went like ILP dances, which are like middle school dances and stuff mm-hmm. for like our age. Yep. And then you were working in Republic before I did. Yes. And then during the time in high school, he was singing in the church and, you know, I was hanging out with the bad boys, being a bad girl. So we were in two different places in our life, you know, and but we came together throughout this experience and working at Republic and it's been so much fun. It's been such a ride, but a good ride. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the idea of like Mikhail, you in the church choir and Grace with the bad boys in high school. That that fits perfectly with my <laughs> <laughs> mental image. <laughs> It's an, inter- it's an interesting image. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was not, I was not a good girl. <laughs> but I feel like that's why I grew up so fast. You know, okay, it was, good. it was good for me. Like I needed to go through being a rebel and making bad choices to kind of come out, you know, a better person. Because I was definitely crazy back in the day. <laughs> you were good. <laughs> Wait, I want to I want to clarify is Grace Lily like a double first name or is Lily your last name? Lily is my last name. And so when I first moved here in 5th grade, I had four Graces in my class. So everyone just called me Grace Lily. And like I don't mind it. You know, my name is Grace, my last name's Lily. So it's Grace Elizabeth Lily, but you can call me Grace, you can call me Grace Lily, you can call me G Lily, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I I'm good to get that. I'm glad to get that cleared up because I was wondering. Um, so 
you both have worked at Republic for a while. How did you kind of get involved with specifically the show coming to film? Because I, I, we had Leva on the show a few weeks ago when the show was premiering, and she was kind of talking about the whole timeline and stuff. So how did you kind of become aware that this was happening and get, you know, make sure you got on? So yeah, so I remember, so I was working prior to knowing anything about the show. So like, this was like two years ago around like January I was like working here and this process of the show was happening stuff and then Levin's kind of like hey like it's a great opportunity like you know, I know a lot about you and like I feel like your story would be a great story to share so I was kind of like hey like why not throw myself into this lines then you know and so it was an interesting process but it was not something that I was planning on doing even though I knew it was going on but when the opportunity came I kind of took it by the horns you know so for me, I knew about it pre-COVID. And then, you know, when COVID hit, that's when everything was on pause. And that's when Maddie and I were living in Tulum. And then I lived out there for like eight months. So I left Tulum and came back and started working again and then did the cast interview. And obviously I nailed it. So now I'm here. <laughs> and I feel, like, I feel like I've been manifesting this my whole life. I've always wanted to be on TV. I feel like that's the thing. People act like it's a bad thing if you admit that you really wanted to be like on the show or you really wanted, you know, to get XYZ thing. But it's like, no, like that's, those are the people that are going to show up and really like give it a hundred percent. Like yeah. I mean, I think there's nothing, I feel like it's like, you know, reading comments and tweets of people who say like, oh, you're a paid actor, stuff like that. And like, you know, it's not a real thing. I think the, the hardest part is that like, I think what makes our group unique is that a lot of us don't really care about the show as in like when the cameras are on, it's more of like, that's no, our personal life. Like, it's like, there's drama happening after the cameras. There's drama happening today, tomorrow. So like, it was weird, even when we were in the process of this happening, it was like things change between six months to a year, from two months to three months. And so I think the part for I guess I stand that where I'm like, I really love the opportunity, but it's not, it's like my life, you know? It's like, it's like, like, I, like I'm great, I'm, I'm happy I'm doing it, but I'm like, this is a lot. Like the, the highs are high, but the lows are very, very low. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's definitely how I felt filming. You know, you would go in really happy and then sometimes leave really sad. But I think it's a very rewarding experience yeah. and being able to watch it back. You know, I've done a lot of self-reflecting and, you know, being able to see myself in a different lens than I normally can't see. So I think it's a good experience for all of us, but it's something we're all getting used to for sure. That's different for each of us too. I think it's another thing as well. Yeah. And obviously at the beginning of the show, you both are not necessarily in the best, um, you know, not in Leva's good graces in terms of your employment status. So, like, obviously there is kind of this journey of figuring out where you're going to be. Are you going to be at Republic? Are you getting to host and stuff like that? So it really is very up and down, it seems like. Yes. And I think going forward... Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe you will see, you know, me actually work. You never know. <laughs> so, you know, things could get worse or they can get better. You never know. That's why you got to tune in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to work on your birthday, that's dedication. So. I know, because I wanted to get lit, like I said. So, you know, but I had so much fun on my birthday. I mean, that was such a special moment. And I'm so thankful that everyone got to be there. And even TJ and, you know, even Mikel, I know things didn't work out in the best 
best ways, but you know, I, I was lit, like I said. So <laughs> you were your me, own for, world. For me, I, was <laughs> just like, I was just like, oh my god, like. <laughs> but it's crazy. I'll be able to watch that back for the rest of my life. Show my kids. Oh, look at my birthday. <laughs> I will not show your kids that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will not show you no, no babies anytime soon. I promise. <laughs> yeah, like it. It is kind of interesting to think about that. All of a sudden, now that you're on this show, you're having these moments and stuff. Like you said, it's your real life, your personal life. But there's the cameras there, and you know, yeah. tons of people at home are going to watch it too, and be on social media and have thoughts about it. Like I'm sure you kind of have to take that day by day. The idea that suddenly your own life is like. Yeah. presented like that that's the, that's the hardest part because i've been on a platform already in the more of a christian world industry of things so i was working for a very big church i was in worship so i'm like from thousands of people every sunday and it's like your life is in a microscope where people are like watching everything you say and do but then now it's more of a bigger scale where it's more of like everyone Christian, non-Christian, gay, non-gay. It's like watching your every move. And it's hard because there's sometimes you want to say and do things, but it's either do I say it and then get judged and attacked for it, even though I feel like I'm right, or does shut my mouth and look I'm like, yes, you know, I am a bitch. And I'm so sorry about that, you know? <laughs> so Well, you can't please everyone, and I've always known that. So, you know, you, you can't expect everyone to love you. And I think, I think, so, I think our personalities aren't for everyone. I think it's also no, a weirdest thing. It's just like... How this is benefit me right now? Is me reacting or saying this going to benefit the situation right now, or that I can just be mature and be like, "All right, cool, you are right," or ignore it, don't talk about it. It's what it is. I like to interact with the positive comments. Mm-hmm. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I'm curious though, I want to get your thoughts on this situation that both of you have been having with TJ um, so far on the show because to me, just watching it, obviously I don't know, we don't know all the backstory of everything, but it just feels like he is kind of bothered by you guys in a way that doesn't quite add up. Yeah, I completely agree. Because I didn't know TJ personally 
prior to filming, you know, because the bar and the VIP is very different. So him and I never had a real conversation until the show. So he had this pre-notion of me already from my social media and just judged me off of that and judged me off of what he had heard about me, which I thought was not, not rational in my opinion. You know, you can't like judging a book by its cover, you know, it's just not, it's not a vibe. <laughs> I mean, and that's what he did. Uh, so. The thing with TJ, I, I don't know, even like now where we stand, it's kind of very, just a very interesting limbo of things. So I'm like, what if you if you if you watch the show you hear me go I'm like what is your actual problem with me like what is it what is it that I'm doing that's really making you mad take away the job take away everything else what is your problem with me and so there's multiple times in the, in the episode where he's just kind of like attacking my work ethic but in my head I'm going well how can my work ethic one I was working before you one two you work behind the bar I work in I work in the front of the house so there's no interaction so you're you're taking my work ethic off of what you're assuming or also what you're hearing from the people who also right. don't work in the front. So a lot of his hatred and anger is literally just jealousy and assumption. And I said the word, I'm not saying he's jealous of him. I'm jealous of the fact of where I'm 20, I'm 25 years old, having the best time in my life. You're 30 working on the bar show. So I told him there's nothing wrong with that at all. Don't get me wrong. But when it's your entire life, let people do their job. You stay in your lane. I stay in my lane. I'm not going back there saying, well, your rotini was kind of like, whack let's say water down you know like your work ethic is horrible it's like even like when you're he's making drinks it's like where's your smile at there's no smile there like why do you have this like rbf the entire time like i can like start picking at his things but that's not my expertise it's like i am expert in this you're expert in that and so it's it's weird and i'm glad you're seeing it. it's like yeah. a very like what is it so imagine having to argue with somebody who literally has a problem with you but can't even tell you looking looking in your eye and be like Hey, so I'm saying, I was like, you're trash. Say it in my face. Say it in my eye. Like, look, like, look yeah. at me. Right. He like, it's pretty shady. Yeah. And it's not coming from a place of like, there wasn't a disagreement that you had where then you have to go forward with that. It's just purely one sided. Like, I've decided that I think XYZ about you. So you're automatically in the wrong. Like, how, are you, how do you even no. defend that? It's like, it's hard. I think he's it's, rejecting. Sorry. I think, no, I think it's hard because I'm like, in my head, that's why. You saw me like walking away from the table and going to the bathroom. It's more of like I was getting so frustrated because I'm like, I'm trying to understand, but you're making no sense to me at all whatsoever. So like, what the hell do you want me to do? And so I think in the part when I say the word threatened, I'm not saying threatened by my job. I think he's threatened by his like space and what we're doing right now. So so imagine there is this charismatic, full of like bubbly personality who's also gay. But then you, but you're also gay, and okay, that's about me. That's about okay, you. Sorry, that's about me right now. About personalities. You. But I'm saying, but that's, like, that's well, but, but me, his beef ass, and like, where yeah. it's just like you have someone's full personality, big bubbly, big all this energy, and then he's also gay, and he's vipers. But then there's me, who's I'm also gay. So I'm like, I feel like you're a little, like you're threatened by you're thinking that I'm here to take a spot in your life. I'm here to like mess up your tips at the bar. I'm here. It's like we all have the same type of men. We don't have the same type of friends, also style, also clothes. So we're very different in so many aspects, but I don't think he sees his difference and the, the uniqueness of his difference. So it's kind of like, I feel bad for him. So I'm like, you are so perfectly and wonderfully made, the most Christian thing to say. But it's like you, are, like, you have good attributes that someone loves, not me fully, but someone loves those attributes. So it's kind of like, 
what the hell? Like, why am I, like, why are you targeting me? Like, it makes no sense to me at all. TJ is still learning to love himself. Mm. And and that is where it stems down from. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I mean, I think it's tough. And I, on the last episode, Grace, you and Emmy were talking about kind of the standards within the nightlife industry and how there is a lot of pressure to look a certain way and it can lead to, you know, body dysmorphia and unhealthy kind of habits like that. And I thought that was really interesting to have that conversation because that's true of so many industries that so many people are in. But the way that is in nightlife, I can imagine that it's really tough to feel comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I know I'm not the only younger woman that struggles with this, you know, and it has been an ongoing battle that I'm still battling with. And I think people haven't really seen that struggle, you know, in my storyline just quite yet is enough. And, you know, I'm not perfect. And there are days where I don't feel beautiful about myself. And that's why, you know, I tell myself those positive affirmations in the mirror. And, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm my ego when I do that. I just, you know, I have to take time to, to love myself. You know, it's important. And there are so many unrealistic beauty standards nowadays that, you know, and with Instagram influencers and models, it, it's hard sometimes to keep up with it, you know, because it's like, oh, I want to get my boobs dumped. I don't want to get my boobs done. You know what I mean? Like, it's like an ongoing battle. Like, is this for me or is this for someone else? But I've gotten to the headspace that I am more comfortable within my body, you know, than I was during COVID because that's when I was like binge eating mm-hmm. and like, I was just all over the place. Like I hated my face. Like I cried about it every day. Like I wanted to get all this work done. And, you know, a lot of people don't know that, you know, cause I only post the good things on Instagram. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have the opportunity to talk about it and, and hopefully, you know, have people relate to it. So yeah. It's yeah. Hard. I, I think that's good to tie back also. Cause you have been received like judgment and stuff for your social media on the show. I'm, and like, obviously social media is what you choose for it to be of yourself. And that if you're judging somebody just based on what they're posting on Instagram without actually, like you said, you didn't really know TJ personally at all, that it's like, yeah, like you don't, you don't know me. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but you know, I'm going to keep my head up high and, you know, just try to work at Republic and do my job (laughs) and mind my business. And, you know, I have been, reframing from posting so many bikini booty pics. I mean, it's the winter, so I'm not tan anyways, but (laughs) you know, like I, cause I don't want people just to think I'm a body. I'm so much more than just a good body or whatever, you know, people want to put me in a category as, and cause I have so much more depth to me than I think people have been able to see. Um, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I want to hear about your, um, your relationship with Maddie a little more. Cause you mentioned during COVID times when you were living in Tulum together. And then obviously things at some point kind of hit a rocky patch between you two. Where do you kind of stand on the, when you were filming the show, like what had kind of gone down to get to the point that you were at? Good question. You know, I think that Maddie and I, you know, had our falling out because of difference of opinions. You know, we were, both growing and both learning. I will admit that I was immature during that time. You know, I was struggling with my own issues and stuff. So I was, you know, upset with certain things with her and we never actually had a one-on-one sit down conversation about it. So since I was back from Tulum for about a year, we never had that one-on-one until the camera sat us down. 
so that really was our first one-on-one -on -one. and it was actually really helpful and I'm really glad that we got to sit down and talk about you know everything that that happened and I'm kind of glad that we waited because we had time to process things and you know really be able to express ourselves in a mature way and be able to find common ground so I'm I'm happy that things are good between us now and you know there doesn't need to be a team Maddie team Grace because we're team Republic you know like <laughs> but yes because then I don't want beef with Maddie I don't want a problem with her you know she was really a great friend to me and she was there for me when I needed her and you know I think we both had done wrong to one another, but it was never anything that was detrimental to the friendship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think with like what you were saying, the fact that you're both growing and that you had both kind of done things to each other, it's like you, you start to realize as you get a little bit older, that if there's somebody who is a person who really cares about you and is like somebody you want to have around, some of the other stuff starts to matter less. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you know, I look back at that time I lived in Tulum and I don't feel like I'm the same person at all. You know, I really have grown in so many different ways and in good ways, you know, and every day I try to better myself and be a better person and just express gratitude for the things that I have and my family, my friends. And, you know, I'm, I just stay humble and I don't react as like I used to. I used to react to things when they upset me. I would, you know, say mean things. And so I've I haven't done that as much as I used to. <laughs> I'm, I'm more like easy-minded, level-headed now. And I used to not be that way. So yeah. you know, even she said that. Even Maddie's like, I've definitely seen a change in you. And I'm so happy that she sees that because, you know, I, I want to be as nice as possible. <laughs> totally. <So. laughs> Unless I need to be mean. <laughs> it, it just depends, you know, like little jabs, little jabs. But no, no yeah. jabs. Maddie, no you you got to keep it a little spicy sometimes, but it, yeah. it has to come from a good place. <laughs> yes. You, ha you have to really mean it. And like what I said with TJ, that conversation, you know, I, I was annoyed with him. I was like, you're just trying to dull my shine and my sparkle and you have no factual reason not to like me. So, you know, I think I handled that conversation great. <laughs> <laughs> Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. 
FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Mikkel, I'm curious, going in the in the show so far, you have a good relationship with Maddie. Obviously, you're really close with Grace. Was it tough for you? Did you feel like you were kind of in the middle when they weren't on such good terms? Um, not really, because I don't, I'm such a, your problem is your, like, I'm not, I'm not hopping into your issue. I'm not picking sides. I'm not picking beef. Because honestly, my relationship with Maddie is a different relationship with Grace. And so I told her, I was like, do what you got to do. Like, this is not how I love you. This is how I see you. But as long as it's like, no shady crap happening, I think I'm just going to do what you got to do. But me and Maddie have a very different relationship. And it's just like. She was in Tulum. I was working with Maddie and stuff like that. And so it's kind of like, I'm at Maddie's house every day. Like, we talk every day. We face him every day and stuff like that. So it's just like, with Grace, I have history with Grace. So it's like, here is history that has, like, a foundation. There's also here is current and intimate, like, intimate relationship right now. And so there's nothing for me to choose from. They both have the best of both worlds. So I'm like, do what you got to do. Like, I'm fine. Like, y'all, y'all can hate each other. Y'all can be honest if you want. We're more fun all together. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Who's, it's like I think it's weird when people if your if your friend's mad with your if you're if you're a friend and you're, you're you hate someone else you want your friends to hate that person too I think I think that's the most selfish shady hurtful thing you can ever do so why would you want someone to pick a side so it's like no we're grown ass adults yeah. like I'm not it's like work your crap out and if you can't work it out well yeah I respect you for that thank you Michael you're welcome. Yeah, it's it's been a little tough so far on the show watching Joe Bradley uh, with his feelings for Maddie uh, not going so well. What 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 are your thoughts about that kind of side of things? <laughs> Do you really want to know? I I, 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 I asked. Like, you go first. You go first. You go first. Please, <laughs> Bravo, please don't fire me. <laughs> but um, here and here and if you paint the picture, here, here's how it goes. Maddie and Trevor, the shit happened, it happened, you know. So you have all this time to make a move, make make it very, very, very known, but you wait until this guy comes back. You wait until everyone's back on good terms, and you wait to, to do that. I think it's messy. I think it's very, very selfish of him. If you're just saying this is your best friend, why would you put your friend in a situation that where she will have to choose when she's telling you how she feels about something already? So I feel like Maddie is giving the statements and saying, like, here's where we stand. Like, you're my, you're my friend. Like, you're my business partner. He's choosing not to accept those statements. He's choosing to ignore those statements. So now you're getting upset at her about off your own interpretation, your own reality of what you're creating in your head. So I think sometimes we tend to, like, have our hopes, our plans, our checkboxes, and when it doesn't work out, we blame the other person. But it's like, no. Did they not take accountability? It's like, did she say this? Did she say this to you or not? Is this your imagination or is it hers? It's like, you have to see, like, okay, maybe it's just me wanting this. And it's okay It's okay for you to want something, but be also content with it not happening. So, and also respect someone that you care about. Yeah, you know? it's like, respect. It's like, I, 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 it, pissed me off. I'm just like, if you're her so-called best friend, I would never put my friend in a situation where I'm like, by the way, I want you to pick and choose now. Like, mm-hmm. like that. Like, like, yeah. like between Maddie and between right. Chris, right. you and Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, I, and I think as, you know, the, the season 
you know, moves forward, you guys will see a little bit more. So you definitely have to tune in. Totally. I, I will be tuning in. Um, <laughs> before we finish up, Grace, I want, can you describe for me what, what you mean when you say wavy? Okay. Yes. Okay. So I've, I've, I've had a song out for, gosh, probably two, three years now. It's on okay. SoundCloud. It's on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. It's on all platforms. It's called Wavy Baby. W-A-V-Y Baby. You already know how to spell baby. <laughs> <laughs> Wavy Baby, G-Lily vibes. And it's a song that I made with a guy that I was – you know, hooking up with or whatever. He's more of a rebound. And um, <laughs> we were having fun and I, I just wrote the lyrics and it's a house track. So it's it's fun. It's dance vibes and it just makes you want to go to the beach and get wavy baby. <laughs> and it's like, it's very vibey. So. Okay. Okay. Does, yeah. does Leva ever let you play, uh, play your song at Republic? <laughs> yes, definitely. We played it a few times at day club on Sundays and, you know, she's full supportive and I'm working on new music right now. So. <laughs> amazing I yes, I, and i'm working on my fashion line too my website's gonna be dropping soon i love the plugging I love <laughs> sorry 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 look drop whatever you gotta drop um i do love seeing leva's relationship with you guys because you can tell even when things are not necessarily on the best terms that she does care about you guys that work for her and she wants the best and it's just it's nice to see yeah, yeah for sure for really sure is. i love it it's been an interesting journey for sure but i think it's great to have somebody that wants the best for you even if you don't see the best in yourself and i think that's a part of people that they don't see with leva it's because like we had a meeting not too long ago and i remember lamar leva said come to me come to me you know but like and it was like you know if something's going on in the workplace come to me and he stopped he says but i want you guys to think about it in this way as well he said if you need advice in life how to get a house, how to buy a car, how to start a business. You don't really get that from most bosses where you're like, here's my number. If you're going through it today, give me a call. I'm not only here to just invest into you financially, but invest into you like life, love, growth-wise. So I think that's the part that people aren't seeing. I think even with Levis, like watching Southern Charm, people see her trying to like mend things together and calling things out. But the part they also don't see is where she's like, she, her heart's pure. She's doing everything with good intentions and stuff. And so I love seeing how she challenged me in ways where I'm like, I couldn't see the beauty in it, the beauty in like the mess, but I was like, oh, wait, wow. So here comes the crap and now it's turning something beautiful. So I'm like, yeah, it's a very interesting. I mean, I love them both to death, honestly. So yeah. Same. I agree with that. I love that. Um, Before we go, uh, for the rest of the season, is there anything that you're like most excited to see again or like for the people to see that you did during the season? Oh... <laughs> Honestly, this is like a very shady thing to say, but in the clip, there's me making out with this guy, and I want him in this current relationship to see me making out with him so that they know that he was not doing good things in Charleston. So. <laughs> okay, okay, Grace, what about you? When I saw the next episode preview about NASCAR, I yeah. absolutely thought it was the funniest thing when I asked the driver, you want a shot? I was like, you want a shot? You want a drink? Uh, and he's like, exit, I got to drive. And I was like, okay, after, I don't know. So I'm excited to see um, NASCAR and stuff. So that was really fun. Amazing. Well, I can't wait to watch it. I know everybody else is enjoying it too. And thank you guys so much for chatting with me today. Thank you. Thank you. We'll that was 
see was so you much next fun. Monday at 9 p.m. Of course, yes. of course. Thanks, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. Have a great day. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.